0: to uncover a wealth of knowledge about higher realms, celestial beings, and various energetic practices. Enjoy!
1: What is enlightenment from the spiritual perspective?
0: Sure. So enlightenment is, I would say, that. <laughs> the, the crown jewel of spiritual prowess on available on planet earth is is what would be referred to as enlightenment right again i want to make sure that you guys understand that this is a very matrix concept it's a very 3d 5d type of concept uh being enlightened does not necessarily happen at soul state because at soul state everybody is enlightened technically speaking from your perspective you would call every single soul that is not incarnated, enlightened. Um, Enlightened is um, the destination of somebody who is awakened on this planet, if that makes sense. So step one of this journey of spirituality is awakening. Step, well, probably 100, (laughs) is enlightened. (sighs) What enlightened is is a person who is able to contain 90% of the chakral energy in their crown space. That's literally the definition of enlightened. Hmm. So if you look at a quote-unquote normal human, well, let's start with the fact that normal humans, the majority of humans, don't have any of the centers above the heart even activated in the first place or if they do they're not activated all the way and they're not you know fully operational let's start there for the ones that have all of their chakras open generally the distribution could be even or you know for most people the crown gets the least amount of energy frankly right so an enlightened person is technically A person with an overactive crown center compared to all the other centers and, and what that manifests in, in the physical, it could manifest as a halo because of that, Hmm. because a big chunk of your energy really goes into the crown as a byproduct of that. Right. I mean, so like a halo is just like a physical representation of that. Right. But also what this means is you are in constant communication with spirit and you're constantly guided by spirit. And then there is that give and receive with spirit energies. Yes. Sometimes this also means that you are not very active and involved in the third dimensional reality. Because if you were your root, your sacral, your solar plexus would be overactive. And when those are overactive, 90% of your energy is not going to go to your crown. Mm. so enlightened beings tend to be beings that only do spiritual work that are very engraved in their spiritual practice that don't have to worry about things like money shelter family uh children etc cetera, etc cetera. because all of these things would activate your lower centers survival you know
1: hmm what would be an example of this kind of person like a buddha yeah yeah buddha buddha Hmm. interesting are there any other examples to just maybe well a a lot of a
0: lot of teachers in general throughout history could be considered enlightened a lot of like the indian guru the hindu guru gurus um could be uh, put in that category um I'm going to say something that's really, oh, I can see the how you guys are not going to love it. Technically speaking, Jesus was not enlightened. Too much of his energy went into his heart space that really threw him for a loop. He was extremely attached. And that is the one thing that an enlightened person is never. An enlightened person is never attached to a particular outcome in the physical. Because not enough of their energy even goes into the physical in the first place. Jesus was overly attached. 35% 35 percent of his energy went into his heart space so unfortunately from this from this perspective Jesus was not enlightened hmm. whereas Buddha got to dissociate and so he was
1: so so interesting uh, like looking at hmm, Buddha is a good example but uh, you said like other gurus for example a lot of them meditate. Right, and they kind of observe; they are like spectators in this world. Yes, exactly. What what kind of service they do for the planet? Well,
0: actually, depends on the guru Mm -hmm. and depends on the enlightened being. Very often, they establish like a school, like a new school of thought, uh, or sometimes a religion. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes it depends. Actually, Um, some of them may work on the energetic grid of the planet. but you see, they, again, like they don't really, they're not attached to the outcome. And that is the prerequisite of being enlightened. Like it's almost so little of your energy is even physical.
1: Hmm.
0: Right? So it's like a borderline state. Being enlightened is a borderline state between being incarnated and disincarnated. So while you're still in the physical body, right, you're not fully there. So a lot of enlightened beings don't even require sustenance per se. Hmm like um, enough of them would just be able to eat like, like they would like eat prana or like just get food through breath, oh, right? Wow. And the reason is because, again, all of their energy goes to the crown. That's the only center that's activated. Like their body does not consume as much. Huh. They're like not really in the physical activity.
1: So do they come to channel specific information for the humanity? No, that's no? the
0: thing. A lot of them don't even channel. It's just a state of being that others could learn from
1: um in in the collective right? yes, Unconsciously, yes 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 just kind of yes
0: these are not workers yeah it's like an anchor actually that's a good idea uh, that's a the, the, that's a good um description it's an anchor of pure light of consciousness huh. it's not a very active energy neither is that passive energy per se it is just an energy of being yeah. In that borderline state.
1: Wow. Okay. So that's very interesting.
0: Now, of course, there are many steps of getting there. Like many different stages. There are not necessarily terms for every stage. But each stage is valid and each stage is interesting. Uh-huh. Right? Like being a teacher is a stage between awakened and enlightened.
1: Oh, huh. what would be the other? Being others? a healer uh-huh.
0: is potentially a stage between awakened and enlightened.
1: Hmm. Interesting. So being an being a mind-
0: sage <laughs> is a stage between awakened and enlightened. Does it make sense? Yeah, but so There sense. are all kinds of archetypes that fit. You know, from the time of your trigger event up until you could be considered enlightened. By the way, a lot of souls don't even want to go there because your personal evolution of the soul does not mean that unless you go through the, through an enlightened state. On a 3D planet, you can't evolve. It's absolutely not the case. Absolutely not the case. You can totally bypass this enlightened state. And never experience that. And still be completely ascended as a soul.
1: Is it like a personal challenge? Uh, Yes,
0: absolutely. mm. Yes, it's a choice. It's a choice. You don't have to go there.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, So it seems like very people get... Got enlightenment in the history of humanity of yeah this planet.
0: and and very few for, for that matter even undertook this as a challenge oh there are a lot more high potential beings that choose to come as teachers like you can take jesus as one example if you'd like then would come to just be an anchor of of like th- this type of you know crown chakra energy if you will
1: huh so really don't, don't want to go this direction, but still want to ask to have some clarity. Um, there is also a concept of ascension. Yes. And uh, what would be the difference without going too deep into ascension?
0: Ascension is a concept that does not belong in the matrix. It is a concept that belongs in at soul level. The only thing that can ascend about you is your soul. Your body cannot ascend hate to say this, your body is always going to stay here. Uh, um, the big confusion on this planet is ascension sometimes is used interchangeably with the concept of both enlightenment and awakening. Yeah. Big no-no. So ascension, okay. When your soul is created, it is created be- because there is no time outside of time, space, reality. It is created as a little particle that can house only so much light. Imagine like there was like the smallest particle of light that you could imagine. And that is what you're born as, as a soul, like a speck of light, right? Not a speck of dust, but a speck of light. Then imagine that there is an upward, uh, like a pillar that goes up. And you're at the very bottom when you're born. And technically it's not a pillar, it's more like a pyramid because there are like a bunch of like little specks in the base and then there is only one at the top and this one is source energy. What this pyramid represents is the amount of light that your being can hold or rather the range of the amount of light from very minimum, like literally you cannot cut it any further down very smallest particle, up to the all-encompassing light of the energy of source, right? Mm-hmm. And the everything in between. The process of ascension is the gradual process of moving up this pyramid, moving up the spiller of light from the very bottom to the very top as an individual soul. And the way that you go from down to up, which is ascension, the, from, the movement from down to up, the only way that you do that is through being able to emanate more and more light from within your being over time. The way that you get there is by incarnating into matrix-like worlds, going through experiences, and, you know, thus developing your capacity for projecting and emanating light, or guiding other beings who are going through these experiences.
1: Hmm i think that the concept of ascension came from maybe i'm wrong but from ascended masters so 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 what does it mean like oh i see what
0: you mean okay hardly ever hardly ever does a soul ascend right like meaning like would leave their physical body and like go from say grade one to grade two it has happened before, and that's why there, there like there is this concept, um, of like a, a being living their physical body, becoming non-physical, and they call that ascension. Yeah. But that is really not the rule of the universe, and it's mm. so far and in between. Really, ascension happens all the time, but it happens at your soul state, and the way it happens is you first disincarnate, so you die then the tally of all your deeds is taken the good the bad the ugly blah 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 did you achieve your mission all of that good stuff do we like the stroke of that brush that we're painting within the canvas of your existence and the experiences that you've been through does that enable you you like the wholeness of you your soul does it enable your soul to contain more light or not
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: if it does you move up a grade makes sense and that is ascension and ascension happens at your soul state it's like it's like um like a ritual that souls go through and they do that all the time but hardly ever does this involve the physical hardly ever
1: got it okay still don't want to go too deep into ascension because sure no problem but it's separately thank you for explaining um and uh the enlightenment Um, yeah are there any people who are enlightened on this planet right now? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no Buddhas. No Buddhas. Oh, that's sad. Uh, uh is it like something that like one person at a time, or, like in a very long period of time, comes and becomes uh enlightened and then anchors the energy and then for I don't know thousands of years nobody is coming? no um it, uh,
0: right now two souls are attempting um this path
1: oh Interesting. it
0: remains to be seen whether either of them is gonna achieve it
1: mm-hmm. so they they have their own path and challenges and Absolutely. this is not something that you you can lose basically N- no i mean
0: oh you can lose that this is a very hard state to achieve in 3d
1: oh okay so it's a challenge that you want to take yes but you can lose
0: you generally lose oh <laughs> yes <laughs> chances are about one in a million i think
1: um and uh, how does the process look like
0: uh like, for is, that soul yeah
1: is it something that your higher self planned and has certain checkpoints during the lifetime yes,
0: yes. Ascension. sorry ascension um Enlightenment um, is definitely a planned game to play mm-hmm. And everything around that game is very, very carefully thought thought over. Uh-huh. Like there' there's a lot of a lot of stepping stones to getting there. But you see, again, I don't think that this should be such a highly covetable state. It is almost like a way enlightenment in a way is a way to disassociate. From this world, I believe that this does not necessarily serve the world because we already have a Buddha archetype present. So that energy has been anchored. So w- even wanting to go that route and wanting to become quote unquote enlightened is at this point a selfish endeavor because this archetype has been birthed on planet Earth and it is very much front and center with the Buddha energy. That being said, it is a lot more helpful to take on another archetype that can serve humanity and be in the physical, be with the people, wake up as many as possible. You know, that is planetary work, in my opinion. Becoming enlightened, not so much.
1: So, but I thought that maybe Jesus did this, being around people. Yeah. He kind of birthed the archetype as well. No. No. Oh.
0: No. Because Ah. he was not anchoring energies. He was trying to transmute energies. To anchor is a one-time deed. Transmuting is a lifelong journey, so to say. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: So again, anchoring something is like literally, legit, dropping an anchor. You drop an anchor once, the archetype is born, you're good to go, (laughs) bye-bye. Transmuting energies is like changing the ocean, one wave at a time. That job is never over. Mm. And Jesus is very much proof because look, he was preaching that that heart space, uh, you know, like love the other as you love yourself, like very heart centered energy. And look where the world is 2000 years later. Would you say he was successful? I would say not so much. No. And and again, nothing against Jesus nothing against Jesus one of the greatest teachers to ever live but if you are changing the ocean one tide at a time one wave at a time then you like it, it is a group sport it is a team effort more people need to come and and, and carry on the work mm-hmm. yeah the teaching is never done
1: that makes sense just to understand this anchoring concept you yeah. said there must be a person who could bring this new archetype yeah what is this archetype what, what are you talking about
0: there are always archetypes on planet earth new archetypes get birthed and old archetypes die away uh-huh. an example of a dying archetype is a princess right a lot more prominent when there was royalty a lot of royalty Now, right now, it doesn't seem like it's a dying archetype because it's still alive and well. Thank you, Disney. But it might be an archetype that is completely gone and dead in a thousand years. In its wake, in its place, there would be new archetypes that are going to be created. Like um, a computer geek is a new archetype on this planet. Or, um, I don't know, a nano robot scientist <laughs> you know like a, a robotics engineer that's a new archetype yeah you know or like, like a Silicon Valley geek that's a new archetype
1: like Elon Musk like, y- for example
0: <laughs> yeah well I, I don't know that he's uh, like like um, a Zuckerberg like a hoodie and a can of beer <laughs> <laughs> and coding (laughs) until 2 a.m in the morning that is a new archetype so that's what i'm saying like these energies they only need one person to truly anchor it like the first you can call them the founding mother father of the archetype and then other people can live into that archetype but until that archetype has been created somebody needs to make it happen Got it. that's the anchoring
1: get inspired yes, like, yes i want to yes, be yes. like this person yes right
0: yes and elon musk actually is is um going to uh inspire a whole slew of people that want to be like him so he is an archetype although he's not the silicon valley geek he is oh there is no word for it right now but it's going to be something around like the genius um revol not revolutionary uh like forward looking weirdo. It's
1: like Tony Stark, of, like the Iron Man Yeah, but
0: of. uh Elon is a little bit more on the weird side compared to Tony. Oh yeah. Tony was just like a much better communicator. Um Elon is a little bit like his stutters, you know, sometimes he s- he says things like that you're like oh, maybe it's a little bit autistic, I don't know. Um uh, so he's like a, a awkward communicator is is what he is and that's why like it's like the genius mixed with the weirdo mixed with somebody who's actually really bold in in, in like the shifts that they want to make
1: mm-hmm. but also with a heart mm. he
0: does have a good heart
1: oh that's nice
0: he wants to do the right thing so when he doesn't do the right thing it comes from a good intention place <laughs> of good intentions
1: awesome all right that's clear now uh, thank you for explaining that yeah okay so now it's clear what uh enlightenment i uh, mean okay Thank you so much for sharing this information uh, with us today. And uh, now I'm going to end our session.
0: Thank you so much for listening to Conversations with My Higher Self podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have a suggestion for a topic we should explore in the future, please email us at hello at self.co. If you resonate with our message, please consider leaving us a review or sharing this episode with your friends. The world is going to be better off for it. With much love, Maria and Sergei.